So uh, a scrub is a guy that thinks he's uh, a fly and is also known as a, uh, a, a bus that always... T- oh, oh, hello. Uh, I guess I guess we're recording. Isn't that nice? That is correct. Great, great. Uh, yeah. That, well, the song you're talking about, was it uh, I Don't Want No Scrub? I, no, I was... I was you were asking about what a scrub was and I was, you know, just telling you what a, what a scrub is, you know, yeah, I'll tell you what a scrub is. <laughs> All right. It's okay. a guy who's like trying to holler at the girls while riding in his best friend's car or something. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that makes, that makes some sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Just listen to the, uh, listen to that song, man. What, what TLC. TL. It's like uh, I think something about it's, it's like it's all about like how scrubs are the worst. Oh yeah, well, I guess I guess it's not not a fan of some uh, scrubs that that song. Oh yeah. Uh, uh we're we're uh, we're the podcast fellows. This is uh, there's a song George Shooter Nolan uh, coming at you. Uh, G style. G, G yeah, we're coming at you, G style. I, I guess. Uh, how how you doing, George? Oh, I'm doing okay. Just gonna do a quick shout out to Lower Marion, Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, hi- Kobe Bryant's uh, hometown. Oh, is it? Is it? You know, I I'm not a uh, not not big into baseball, but uh, people like it. So oh, it's uh, basketball. Yeah, that's you know, uh, they're they're both round. Uh, what what what's the the town? Lower Marion. Laurel. So M E R I O N. Yes, yes. Lower Lower Marion. Shout out. You guys are the best. Uh, big fans of yours. Um, well, um, let's see. There, there was something you had to get off your, your chest, Shooter. You, you, were, you were telling oh, me that you had something to say. Yeah, yeah. I had a complaint about your behavior. A complaint. A complaint. I, yeah. I, I, I have been nothing but, uh, you know, virtuous many virtues i i have expressed virtues nothing but virtues and uh, this attack against my character whatever it may be the attack not my character it will not stand what how dare you well i mean you'll you'll you won't object once i uh you know bring it to light because you know how true it is uh, oh oh okay so yeah. Convince. I mean, it's, it's, me it's my, not deniable. Convince me of my my ways. What what? Uh... Well, yeah. Usually, when we uh, hey, uh, chat, we talk about like what movies we're watching. Past couple times, I asked you what movie you watched. You refused <laughs> to answer me. Yeah. I mean, obstinacy <laughs> is not a virtue. Uh, I mean, it can be. <clears throat> you know, there are there are ways for. You know, there's there's a time for every season under heaven, and uh, obstinacy is its own season. You know. So. Yeah. But yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's very rude. Rude. Yeah, it's very, uh, very rude of hey. you, and uh, it's like one of the main topics, you know, <laughs> that I can relate to you on. Well, I, I'm just saying, if if I am inclined 
to give personal information about my private actions. That is, that is one thing. Uh, if I am not, that is something else entirely. And in this matter, uh, it is for some unknown reason uh, important to me that I, I keep that uh, to myself. Well, yeah, we're on we're on the pod right now. I think yeah. we, we owe the <laughs> listeners, you know, some content. So they, they, they you know, they'd yeah. love to hear about like what your reasons are. Uh, my, are you in? Yeah, like why why are you uh, keeping this information away from uh from myself? Uh, you know, this is uh, there. It, it come there comes the top. Let, let me tell you. George Shooter Nolan, folks. Uh, this is George coming at you, uh, G style, as he he said before. Uh, there, there comes a time, and uh, so what's what's been going on lately, George? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty smooth of you. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you. I think I think you're, you're intimidated. That's why. You refuse to, you know, to reveal which movies you've been watching. Well, I mean, that's that's the thing about thoughts. They are all your own and uh, you have the freedom uh, to have your thoughts be whatever you want them to be. So if you prefer to think that I am too intimidated to tell you what movie I watched uh, uh, two evenings ago, then I accept. I accept you, George, for whatever you're supposed to be. Well, so you done. agree. Well done, old. That agree on what? You agree that you're intimidated. Oh, you admit, uh, you admit you're intimidated. You know, you accept. I, you agree and admit. You know, it's I. It's it's not really in my nature to go around admitting things, uh, but. In this one occasion, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not admitting that at all. I just accept that uh, you feel that way. Your feelings are valid, George. Your, your feelings matter, you know? Well, I mean, I'm just making observations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an observation well is a bit different than a feeling. Well, well done. Your feelings and your observations. Are valid. I, I mean, you don't I feel you, you don't feel <laughs> yeah you don't feel that a lemon is yellow that you know you observe that a lemon is yellow right oh, well done so yeah. i'm observing that you're yeah. acting like an intimidated man okay well you know uh that's the thing about judgments everybody makes them and uh well well done uh, George Shooter Nolan, G Style himself, uh, making observations, whether or not they are accurate. Well done. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I don't know what, like, uh, my eyes are working. So, uh, last I checked. All right. Look, uh, look from side to side, will you? Oh, yeah. I don't think your eyes are working, George. <laughs> yeah. uh you know uh well that's that was 
that was fun. Uh, that was a fun little little complaint. Uh, an area. Oh, I wasn't. I, I wasn't doing this for fun. I, had I was trying fun. to help you. I had I was fun trying and to be I helpful. Was, I was. I was both filled with fun and not filled with any help. So, uh, you know, can't win them all, George. Well, you know, you can't. Win uh, a lot of uh, drug addicts, they you know, they get offered help. They don't want to get. You know, they don't want help. That's kind of the situation we have here. I I, I kindly. W- Offer to assist you, and you yeah. want to wallow in your uh, pits of uh, being intimidated. Well, I, I I just wish to make a firm and declarative statement for for a moment, since you you invited it with uh, what you said. I admit to no crime at any point in time. So. I, obstruction of justice. I, there's no justice to be served. My obstruction is for its own sake. It is not block justice. It is, uh, it is a clean and noble obstruction uh, that stands for its own stature. Uh, so uh, the, the justice is my judgment of the film you've chosen to watch. I approve of uh, the film I watched. I approve of your uh, your lack of understanding. I, 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 I would I would like to be tolerant of your intolerance, um, and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to grow uh, as a person somehow. Well, in order, you know, for the, this for the listeners, I'm gonna yeah. clear this, uh, clear, you know, clear the air. I don't know what's really going on. Yeah. So actually, I looked in uh, yeah, Des's uh, VCR. It uh-huh. was uh, an adult film. Ah, no, and it, he he no. was uh, ashamed <laughs> to admit it. I was. Well, yeah, now that I've cleared the no. air. No. He, everyone will know the truth and I, he can be himself i watch however perverted i watch no adult film i have no <laughs> perversions that's uh, the first thing that's like i hear that's the first thing you hear from a, you know an adult film viewer no that's the first thing they'll say no no i denial is the, an indication of guilt this this accusation that <laughs> i have videotapes of an adult nature I, I, there are no words to express my horror, my, my, my grand and confusing horror. How dare you, George? How dare you? It sounds convincing. Uh, A little too convincing, right? No, right, no, uh, no, listeners? No, 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 no. All right, all right. These, this has gone on long enough. These shenanigans, this disgusting display, this filth on this clean clean uh uh, how you been george apart from uh uh, inclined to cast aspersions how how have you been how how have you been you know just the same old uh yeah doing my thing as they say yeah yeah you do a lot of that um Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Well, um, I suppose we could uh, jump into it. I've got a nice list of things to talk about, and I, I know you do as well. Um, and oh, I'm actually going to be waiting on you for this uh, episode. Well, you know, sometimes that works, and uh, other times this is what you get right here. But uh, no, no special guests to to save us today, George. We are we're running blind uh, through the woods, uh, skinless and in the nude. Um, I watched a movie. This is this is not the the movie that you were accusing me of, or the movie that I watched and am not explaining, which are two different things. Uh, but I watched the other night a movie called The Nightmare, which is a documentary on sleep paralysis. Uh, oh, I, I believe you saw it before I did, and then I went yeah. out and bought it. And uh first i have i have to know that it is the only documentary that i can think of that has a jump scare in it and uh that is my biggest complaint uh about that particular film is is that it is a documentary that has a uh, a jump scare in it do you remember that so you're i don't remember the jump scare but it seems like you're your biggest complaint is that a documentary or a film refuses to play strictly by convention. No, I it mean, there's what you dislike is that it dares to uh, test the boundaries of its genre. No, this this thing is talking about these nightmares. This this woman has had horrible nightmares, and then uh, the music gets all grumbly and. Uh, I, what I think it was somebody dressed in devil prosthetics jumps out and there's like a high pitched scream or something like that. And I'm just like getting into this description of a nightmare. And most of the, the or rather a good chunk of the movie is just sort of people describing their, their uh, twisty nonsense dreams. And it's, it's getting into somebody and it's got background music that's getting you into it. And then just something jumps out at you and screams at you. And that is not appropriate for a, a documentary, I don't think. Well, yeah, I think uh, they were trying to, you know, show the viewer what, you know, the experience of that nightmare was like. It's an illustrative uh, technique. Uh, I mean, I have had sleep paralysis it's, it's not a common thing but i know what it's like to be like frozen and there's like a, an intense fear and feeling that you're not alone uh and i like i know what that's like uh and sometimes there are aspects of it that are extended or jump scare or like you hear a voice or you hear a noise that uh, that seems wrong or even that you're moving and then when you wake up you're not moving so I, I i get all those things that are associated with sleep paralysis i just don't think that if you're in a documentary setting where somebody is interviewing other people about anything it is appropriate for something to jump out and scream at you it's 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 just obnoxious and unpleasant but you know am i wrong should a documentary have jumped you you, you you you've seen gates of heaven right didn't i send you a copy of that 
Yes. Yeah, that's the one about the uh, the cemetery for animals. Yeah, yeah. So imagine like they're going over this thing and then the music gets evil and like a zombie dog jumps out at the camera and screams at you in a high-pitched woman's voice. Would that would that have improved the quality of the movie, the description of the stories involved? No, but it wouldn't have been appropriate for that uh, that particular story. It, it, it would have been very funny, though. Uh, I'm, I'm glad they didn't do it. The, the well, nightmare, while it's trying to scare you, or, or rather, while it's trying to relay scary things and it's uh, presenting... I, I mean, it's, it's, it's presenting both like how horrifying and uncomfortable sleep paralysis can be and this dual narrative that there's something mystical about it, uh, possibly. I, I, I get that it's spooky, but they shouldn't scream jump scare at you in a uh, documentary. I, I don't think that's a controversial statement. I, <laughs> I stand by that. I don't know. It's a... Confused, it's a, it's a baffling statement that there should be jump scares in a documentary i just think of a jump scare is you know is a is a will help you know illustrate help convey certain information you know better and it's appropriate you know and if you know they you know they may have uh, took taken a risk doing it and I guess it didn't land with you, you know? No, it didn't. I mean, the, the movie is somewhat unfocused. Uh, it's, it's just sort of like a, a series of interviews and then kind of mixed together. And uh, the main message seems to be sleep paralysis is uncomfortable. And some people think that it's magical. And then uh, like, like it's, it's a little unfocused anyway. And then they stick a jump scare in it. Like, I like documentaries and you learn something even even if it's not a particularly good documentary much of the time. And if your documentary is about people describing their dreams, which are weird nonsense, dreams are crazy and logicless often. And then it just screams at you. It, it was, it's a disorienting, a disorientating, dis- that's, it's, it's disorienting, right? It, it is. It's, it's, well, isn't that what like, sleep paralysis is like? Is you're disoriented? <laughs> that's, uh, I guess that's what they were thinking by putting that jump scare in, is to disorient the viewer yeah. to, you know, uh, to help them, you know, know how, you know, just to show them what it's like to be disoriented in sleep paralysis. Well, you know, there's, it, it wasn't entirely educational um there is uh, th- there was a an interview in the film where it's talking about how uh like in this guy's social group him mentioning and describing sleep paralysis inspired sleep paralysis in other people that he knew and oh the way, yeah and, yeah and, and and the way that the documentary portrayed it it seemed to be like like it was trying to be the videotape from the ring where it is trying to convince the viewers of the documentary to then have sleep paralysis so it, it wasn't all just for educational purposes it, it was as if the movie was at the same time trying to be a real world the ring scare you now you're haunted type 
type thing. I'd say it's more like a chain letter. What? Remember those uh, chain letters? Yeah. Where uh, you'd have to like email it or you or bad fortune would befall, befall yeah. you. Yeah, I remember that. Although they're not really, uh, they're not really, uh, what was it? Uh, mandating that you share the film. They're no. actually, it's, they're kind of actually uh, discouraging you from even mentioning the film. If you think about it. I, I mean, nothing. Don't want. Oh, oh. It, it, well, it, he's it, like, then you say like, oh, like my friends hate me for even bringing it up, sleep paralysis, because now they got it right. So, something like that. Uh, but the movie is in no way trying to discourage you from watching it. It's just sort of a uh, a confused movie and one of the many points that it makes in the people recounting their experience is, is like this guy says that he's able to spread sleep paralysis and then the movie kind of infers that now that we're talking about it, you'll think about it and you'll have it. Uh, and you know, I, I know a paranoid, anxious mind can uh, create things like that. If you if you already have a have a knack, like like, do you have ever yourself sleep paralysis? Oh yeah, I've I've had it several on several occasions. Yeah, and if if you're in a period where, especially if you're tired, you're stressed, and you're anxious, and if we're having a conversation about sleep paralysis, then if we're dwelling on it, especially at night when we're having a difficult time sleeping, one of us could get it, right? It's that's always it's, a possibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're focused on it, it's it's one of those those things. Um, it, it, you know, we were talking a little bit after I saw it, and uh, I asked you whether you thought it was more likely that these people were just sort of dealing with extreme sleep disorder or whether there might've been any truth in their, their fantastic experiences. And you thought that it was more likely than not uh, that it was real, the things that they heard and saw and experienced. What like metaphysical. It's yeah, like yeah. A, it's a, you know, I, I'm of, I think it's both actually. I think the uh, disorder or, you know, the sleep uh, disturbance, like there's like some sort of chemical thing, but that's only so that it uh, switches your brain's perception to actually perceive metaphysical stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, I, I think so. So, like, you're in a position of heightened stress. And it alters your perception. So you're seeing uh, things that are beyond usual senses. So you're actually seeing them yes. as a result of a, of a, a physical issue. Yeah. Like, for, like uh, you know, infrared. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually you can't see those uh, colors, right? But you put on the glasses, you can see it. So it doesn't just because you don't, you can't normal, you can't see it without equipment doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? So, you know, just because like uh, your percep perception has to be changed in order to see these things doesn't mean they're not real. Yeah, but it's sort of a trying to prove a negative. Um, I mean, dreams are crazy, spinny things anyway. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's, it stands to reason kind of like how they say time is an illusion, but you know, time cannot be an illusion because things go from one state to another and they clearly move in a path. But if you were to step outside of time, you would see it as a physical object. We're, we're not able to perceive things that our senses, uh, you know, wouldn't have any need to perceive. We, we are, we, we, we developed in a very utilitarian way. And uh, so we wouldn't have senses for things which we would not need senses for unless it was some kind of a mutation. So that there are things beyond our scope to perceive make sense or, you know, could be that makes some sense. Uh, but I, I, I still can't really get behind a belief in the unindicated and dreams are twisty, chaotic regurgitations of the mind anyway. And uh, it makes more sense that, uh, like, if I've been, you know, thinking that I'm kind of awake and then paralyzed and I hear a voice or something falls or something like that, it makes more sense that that is my mind making something up than there is something just beyond the reach of my senses that I am perceiving in that moment, you know? No, like... I'm like sitting across from you right now, right? Yeah. It makes more sense that you don't really exist. You know, my mind's making you up. Uh, it is. Like, would you, would you agree with that? Because that's yeah. basically what you're saying. Well, I, I, I am saying, well, no, I mean, going down that rabbit hole, solipsism, makes a great deal of sense because all you know is the self uh, and all you know that is any given moment. And then beyond that, you could just sort of be like wind blowing through a toilet paper roll. It's just sort of an experience uh, that you have the experience of perceiving at any given moment. Um, so it like, could... well, you know, like, let's say you're having sleep paralysis and he hears a strange voice, right? Yeah. That indicates something is there, right? It indicates I hear, that you are perceiving something. Yeah, I'm per I perceive, yeah, in the case, I'm perceiving something, right? Yeah. I hear your voice that indicates I'm perceiving something, right? Well, no, I mean, I, I, I get that, but I think that there is a line between believing everything and believing nothing. Uh, because while we could just sort of be in a brief snapshot of a dream at any moment and nothing else is real, no past, no future, nothing around us, uh, that sort of thinking doesn't make any sense. What it makes sense to do is navigate uh, the world around you and things that can be repeated, things that can be observed, recorded, tested, uh, they kind of build a framework for the world as we know it. Whereas if we were to believe everything then you know every thought could potentially be a physical object and that that doesn't make a great deal of sense just just believing absolutely everything with with like what makes sense to me is to have total non-belief but just sort of work with uh reasonable suppositions 
uh, based on what you need to get an idea of the world and navigate it. So I assume that uh, when I hop off of this uh, fancy chair, I'm not going to fall through the floor. Um, that's reasonable because I've got an understanding of what the floor is and having walked on it in, in the past. But it could be, you know, that it's just a moment. I'm not here. The chair's not here. Nothing's here. And only one flash now exists. And in that moment is, you know, every, every other thing. It just, it just doesn't make sense to believe that dreams are real to me. I believe dreams are real. Like, how can your brain make up all that stuff? That's what it does. It, it makes up stuff. Like, you, you can just be sitting there and, and your mind goes in a, in a twist. Uh, you, you sent me a book called Ant Kind by uh, uh, Kaufman. Um, oh, yes. Charlie, Charlie, Ka Kaufman. Charlie Kaufman. Yes. Yeah. And it, it reads much like his movies go. And, and in reading this, it's, it's just sort of like, like he writes how I often think where your, your mind just sort of flows through topics relentlessly and doesn't give you any rest. Uh, and your mind does that. And if your senses are shut down uh, and you're deprived of the senses, your consciousness turns off and your brain just runs through those thoughts. Wild dreams seem like exactly what would be created, just a free flow of thought. It makes sense that it's just uh, the thinking becomes more real when there's nothing other than that constant background flow of thought happening with you. And that's all that there is. Yeah, like, uh, how do you explain people who, who have shared dreams then without, uh, without you know, uh, talking about beforehand uh i mean there there are a lot of interesting things i think uh i think people could be dreaming similar things i think people could want to believe that they've had a shared dream uh i i think that i don't have a, a good answer ready and i'm open to the possibility of the unindicated being real the absolute nonsense somehow being an untestable but still true reality that there's a um an anecdote right uh a, a place i used to work uh a while back i had this co-worker and uh all right all right, all right. so so i would be there all night it was it was a night shift and i'd be walking around in the building uh, usually alone in the building. And uh, it would seem like the shadows that there would be these, uh, like, like my mind would just sort of water, wander and, and total dark seems like it's moving. And I would sort of see out of the corner of my eye, great uh, hulking uh, figures kind of, you know, um, curled up in the corners, just sort of, you know, sort of slumped there, like, oh, yeah, kind, kind of like if, uh, if the where the wild things are critters were more fleshy, it just, it just sort of seemed like 
fetal position hulking figures lumped up in the corner, right? They're just sort of nonsense things where your brain is tired and you see something you don't see. So uh, a while later, my, my supervisor at the time, she tells me that my coworker was telling her that uh, while he was there overnight, he kept seeing in the corner, uh, uh, in you know the the shadowy corners, these hulking, sad figures that seemed to be hunched up and huddled in the corners. Uh, and this is something you've seen too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is like, I'm privately, regularly seeing things in a. I'm tired. I'm wandering around. This is just sort of half seeing yeah. you don't really see shadows in dark corners where nothing is there I, 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 there they were not like like uh sheets over chairs and that these were empty corners and areas where where it was free space and dark and so i just see this and i don't think i've ever talked about it except you know now i think this is the first time i talked about that i saw that and so years later uh my supervisor says that another uh, fellow who worked there, who was there overnight, expressed to her that he was seeing the same thing. I, I didn't like validate his position. I didn't, I said, oh yeah, that's interesting. But, but in my mind, it clicked that this guy that I worked with was independently seeing the same nonsense that I was half seeing. Um, but the thing is, when you're talking about shared dreams and experiences and uh, the unindicated, the untestable, and the usually unobservable, it's just sort of anecdotal things that cannot go beyond, oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, there's, there's probably nothing there of any substance, but it's just, it's just sort of weird, interesting, you know? That is very interesting because that's uh, two people who have not uh, talked about what they've seen, seeing a very specific image, like it's years apart, right? In the same place, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's too, it's too close for coincidence. I, I don't know you that. Know, it's, like coincidences like, are, are astounding, but like there are a lot of interesting things. Like my, my father, went through a building this was after some event and uh he saw some some girl in in specific attire i forget like running through the building and then he gets out of the building and um and uh you know he's talking to someone saying there's someone in there and then he describes the the person and he says oh no no one's in there people just say that they have seen her before so so apparently like people were seeing this young lady running around in a building and my, my, my dad didn't know anything about that, but he reported seeing the same thing that there was somebody, you know, just running through the building and somebody said, Oh no, no, there's not people have seen her before. There's no one there. Uh, I mean, that's interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much uh, why I believe this sleep paralysis stuff is legit. There's a real, there's reality to this. I mean, if there is, there's also a lot of nonsense. Uh, like even hard. Well, real truth things. is stranger than fiction. You but, know? Uh, I mean, I I don't know. You Just because it's true any. doesn't mean, mean it has to make sense. Uh, I mean, I, I I can get behind that, but like two people can be 
looking right at each other, talking past each other, you know, not, not, not that we're doing that now, but like you can, and, and there can be total misunderstanding. So hypothetically, let's say that the unindicated in some form is real. There would still be the human tendency to, uh, for their mind to wander, to exaggerate or to flat out misunderstand. So uh, if there's some sort of in, unindicated nonsense uh, that isn't nonsense, but it's real, I think, I think that there's every possibility that there's quite a lot of stuff besides that is just made up and that uh, people wouldn't be understanding fully what they're seeing. So it would be, uh, it would be, you know, misunderstood. It, it wouldn't be like, oh, I, I dreamed a, a pig was flying around. And then let, let's assume for the sake that they observed something that was real doing uh, due to being in some altered state that doesn't mean that what they observed was a one-to-one -one truth that would just sort of indicate that uh well, I, I, I don't know that it would indicate but you know you know what i'm saying human perception is extremely flawed so even if it's real it's still dubious and it would still be grouped in a community of probable lies do, do you remember that third rock from the sun episode where they dreamed for the first time it was like a huge uh, deal because it was like the 3d episodes i just sort of vaguely remember that uh that they woke up and they were like confused and horrified that they'd experienced outlandish things and they thought yeah and they thought these things were real you know and they acted like whatever happened in those dreams uh happened in real life so right. you, you know what i mean yeah so i think i think uh what was it like uh don he shot someone in one of the dreams so the uh the the uh, it was a sally you know acted like he he actually shot someone even though he didn't right you know so i mean like uh yeah if you believe like uh dreams are i think i, I what, what was i gonna you know what was i saying oh man i don't, I don't know i mean it's it's uh it's relevant it's it's funny uh but like it's it's not it's not real even if it's real like uh like that's that's like trusting that a uh, I don't know a blackout drunk has the same ability to perceive something like like you're sober you're standing next to someone who's blackout drunk you observe the same incident you would be a more reliable source of information than this person who has uh, an incredibly skewed state of mind so hypothetically if the unindicated is real you're not really in a good position to judge what you're seeing so if you were observing reality like actual real things that are usually beyond your perception your mind in that moment would be far too skewed to be able to uh intelligibly reflect on it to the same extent it, as a well there's a difference between uh being impaired and enhanced right so I, a drunk person their perception is impaired right yeah but who's not to say that someone in the dream states his perception is enhanced. I, 
I wouldn't think so because dreams have such poor focus. Moments flow like liquid. One thing that was part of the plot or part of the infrastructure is totally gone or changed, morphed into something else. It's just constantly moving. So dream perspective cannot be enhanced. Like, I think, uh, are, are, do you read any H.P. Lovecraft? No, but uh, I heard uh, that he he was not, he was not the first person in his family to experience these beings. Like uh, I think his mother or grandmother also saw these uh, uh, these creatures. Well, I I'd like to you know I've read uh, most of what he's written. Um, I I don't have the memory uh, like most things accessible of all of it, but I've read most of it, and I truly hope uh, that the <laughs> things that he created. Uh, were fabrications but um well if you know other people will have dreamed and reported seeing similar creatures so if they're not uh real uh creatures per se they're at least uh common archetypes yeah uh and i think it's possible let's say hypothetically a dream is actual observation to a mind i think dreaming of an octopus is different than uh, uh, dreaming of a of a mind so big that you can't comprehend it of a space octopus that uh, when it wakes up it's going to destroy everything. I I, I think your your mind in its uh, weird emotional dream state could make something into something it's not. Uh, I just think it's interesting that multiple people have twisted some concepts into a specific uh creature that's a some alien with a octopus head it's a very specific image you know i i mean a very I, big coincidence that people's brains work exactly the same way throughout history and have all made created this uh creature out of whole cloth i i mean there's some sort of convergent evolution of uh of culture uh pertains to these archetypes like uh dragons pop up um now uh, I, I, are there are there many examples of uh mythological creatures showing up multiple different places in the world supposedly independent of each other I, I, dragons have. uh yes big foot yeah yeah I, I i get that that's that's less uh an ancient um an ancient uh mythical creature and more sort of a like like there there was a a north american ape uh and i believe it overlapped with humanity uh but it's it was you know long gone with with no no indication i i haven't well, fallen much down that rabbit hole of uh, there's a you know there's reports of like bigfoot like creatures in like north america and uh the himalayas even australia and there's also uh werewolves have been reported in country like 
werewolves has uh, been reported in like uh, America, North America, India, and other like, countries as well. Yeah, I, I guess people turning into animals and uh, uh, blood sucking spirits, like vampire stuff, those those seem to pop up all over the place. Um, witches, uh, that seems to be a, a well. I mean, common... there are people out there who actually practice witchcraft. That's a, uh, that's a un, that's you could you know you could argue whether that their magic is real, but there are people who are witches who say they, they are witches and who do like you know who do like you know spells and stuff. So it's not like a witch is a mythological creature. Uh, I mean, you know, there are there are modern religions and and uh, social movements groups. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, uh, there have been people who've been witches throughout history. Like, I, I mean, it, it makes sense for witches to exist. Like, the idea, like, you know, there are some people when they hear like of like, the concept of magic, they're gonna want to do it because they, you know, people want to be more powerful. Of course, people can be witches. I, uh, I well, so I'm uh, we're. we're uh... We're, we're out of time but I, I i don't i don't like like which is something that you accuse an outsider of or or not not, not an outsider but but uh, somebody who you want to to segregate and, and harm either kick out of your community or uh you know you want the you want something that is theirs and you need them to get out of the way or they're not getting along and you want to punish them and then i'm sure there are people who have disappeared and committed or uh, and engaged in rituals and all manner of behavior. It, it, it seems like a, a thing that you would throw at people that you want to punish for some reason or something that you would accept upon yourself or rather or, 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 or also imagine other people to be like if if you're in a you're in an ancient society and you're all in some little village and then there's somebody over there who's not with you and you people all believe in magic and, and prayers and rituals and somebody over there who's just outside of town or doesn't interact you might think oh is that person you know dark forces or something you might start making things up about them so i get i i guess that's not strange that there would be any you, you know, people applying attributes to themselves or other people applying attributes to outsiders. That's that's not weird or strange. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would make sense to segregate if someone actually was a witch. It would make sense to separate them from society, because like if if they if magic was real, that's too much power. You don't want them to like you know. Uh, to destroy your crops you know which uh, is you know are dangerous uh, well, uh, I mean, they would be dangerous if you know they were you know magic was real yeah uh, i mean if if somebody had magic i imagine that they'd try and profit from it yeah uh, and nothing comes free like all that profit comes at some some expense like either some you know and that could probably come at someone else's expense, maybe the uh, the society's expense. You know, who I, knows? I don't it's, know. I mean, witches are portrayed as being 
not not particularly clean, healthy, well-off people, but uh, uh, rather uh, unhygienic hermits uh, who commit foul crimes against uh, uh, humanity in the spirit. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm not sure what, what they're getting from it, but uh, um, do you have any... We're, we're we're over time. Uh, uh, do you have any uh, uh, final thoughts on on a subject that we may or may not be able to mine again, uh, or, or or anything you want to say? Uh, yeah, I'd like to talk about witches and just say that uh, just to for the audience or any kids in the audience, don't uh, become a witch. Don't uh, practice witchcraft. It's too dangerous. Right. You know, it's uh, I don't I don't want uh, if if you you know if you succeed, you know there may be uh, some consequences <laughs> like that uh, you have not anticipated. Yeah. So uh, I just want to discourage you know the listeners and our our uh, and our audience to refrain from witchcraft. All right. Uh, you know, my my final thought is is similar, but different. I I would like to encourage our audience to uh become witches that would be you know great you'd have uh magical powers and stuff and in this uh dog eat dog world it would be nice to get that little edge so uh folks if you have the ability to become a witch uh it seems like a reasonable thing to do uh if if i have the ability to become a witch. Uh, well, you know, why not? I'll, I'll give it a shot. Oh, man. I, I got to tell you about this one guy. He's he is a witch. Yeah. Not, he's a pretty bad guy. He oh. worked for the Mexican drug cartels. Yeah. He had these stews with body parts in it. Yeah. You don't uh, you don't want to be like him, you know? Well, I mean, I uh, don't. All right, all right. Let me add a caveat. If you are going to be a witch, which you should be, I think we both agree on that. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, we both agree. Uh, don't get involved in the illegal drug trade. Uh, but murdering people for your uh, potions—that's fine. Is wrong. It's the wrong thing to do murder is bad witchcraft is good and uh, we here at uh, the this terrible wonderful show uh are you, it, you have any shout outs to shooter any 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 kindness you wish to bestow yeah uh salem massachusetts oh hey guys hey salem uh hope you enjoyed our spooky spooktacular spook time at the blood cast scarable yeah so yeah i think those people (laughs) keep doing what you're doing you have a great history you do yeah uh i hope rich history yeah a a rich rich history if you know what i mean yeah i'm free mistakes were made but you know that's not the by the, is, is the not past. by the witches let me let me tell you um uh 
but uh, I, I, I think that's, that's us. We're, we're over time. Are you happy to wrap up? Or did you have a, a wonderful time? Wonderful time, Shooter? Uh, I'm shaking uh, here. Yeah. Well, you know, you usually but do that. I think it was worth it just to tell people not to, to practice witchcraft. Unless that message has to uh, get, get out there. Yeah. Be a witch. Be practice witchcraft. Uh, it's super cool. It's totally punk rock. All it's it's all right, man. Way cool. And uh, we're both we're both witches. We're uh, George oh. George and I oh. are both actual literal witches. For <laughs> just you know, if we tra- time traveled. Yeah. Into the Puritan witch trial times. Oh, no. I would uh, totally distance myself from you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know this guy. I don't know this guy that well. We're both we're both actual witches, and uh, uh, from the the blood cast scarable from our cold dark hearts to yours. Have a have a nice time. All right. All right. Wow, wow, wow,